Hello, I am John. And I'm Colin. I am Paul. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I'll be back. Affirmative. Cue the theme song. Fuck you, asshole. I'll be back. Dun, 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 dun. Terminator 1. I'm a Terminator. There is a world where there's a nuclear war going to happen. And in order to stop the nuclear war, or no, sorry, in order to ensure the nuclear war happens, um, a future race of robots sends a Terminator machine back to kill a woman before she can have a child that's going to lead the resistance. And the resistance sends back a human to stop it all. John and Connor. Sarah Connor uh, tries to make it through alive so she can have a baby. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but they made this movie for like five bucks or something. Is that it correct? It looks like it costs five bucks. So, that's the first thing I wanted to say is, do we review this movie as a blockbuster film or do we review this movie as a B movie? Because I would have different answers on how I treat it based on It was made what the as a B mover movie that got acclaim and is treated like a blockbuster today. So, I think we should review it as a blockbuster. Ouch. Yeah, me too. I agree. if you do... When you start watching it, it is quite an eye-opener how fucking terrible it is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and like, like, never mind the special effects and all of that stuff. The premise of this movie is awful. It's like a 17-year-old wrote it. It's like, you know what would be cool? If a, a robot <laughs> comes from the future to try to kill a lady who gives birth to the resistance leader, and but he's protected by his own father who doesn't know it. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's like a student <laughs> film. Honestly, it's student film level writing. It's fucking And it's terrible. student film level directing as well. And, yeah, and, and acting. I, I can't believe this launched the career of James Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is shockingly poorly it made it put both those guys in the stratosphere in hollywood okay but that being said there's nothing wrong with ernie in this movie um he he doesn't have a ton of lines so he doesn't blow it with acting he's just got to look stern-faced the guy's a fucking tank oh my he's god huge he's in this so movie. massive in yeah, this movie this is you forgot how big he was when he was at his his biggest and this is like this is cr this is like some of his first stuff and his action scenes where he's going crazy in the cop station and some of the other stuff he does is all really competent and that's some of my favorite stuff in the movie, except for the sound editing. Oh my fucking god, it's so bad. People forget though that that bodybuilders are not strong. The strongest guys in the world never look like bodybuilders. And people forget that. We assume that bodybuilders are like these super Herculean tough guys, but they're not. Well, when you see the guys like from Highland Games and stuff like that that are throwing like trees and they're not they're not cut like bodybuilders. No, no they look like I wouldn't say they're not strong. No, no, no. I'm, I'm if we're talking obviously. comparatively, bodybuilders are a one breed of person who are right. Shaping but the strongest guys in the world that have those kinds of titles they have never more look. Mass. Yeah, no, they, never no, look, they look like truck drivers. They do different yeah. exercises yeah. to to get that big. And no, no offense to truck drivers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> truck they, drivers who can crush your skull. They look like yeah. They don't look anything like Arnie. One thing I didn't understand, though, and I think it's touched upon if you look into the development of this, is why um, someone that looked like Arnold was even supposed to be used as an infiltrator to to try to get in with the humans. Yeah, that if you think about that, because there's a that scene, and I sense. hate to jump to the sequel, but there's a scene where they show. Uh, a Terminator getting into the compound, the rebel compound, let's call it. And again, it's like, 
if I'm starving to death and I have to eat rats and a, a big fucking steroid pig. Where did you get nourishment? A juice monster shows up at the door and goes, wow, there's a 275-pound man at the door, some muscle-bound jock. We should probably let him in. Yeah, we don't need dogs to figure out who this fucking how many, guy is. How many fucking times would that trick work before yeah, the humans would go wait a second these might be machines especially don't they all look like arnold because the second one looks just like arnold too like, so I like i guess they do, have do they to not because, have a variety because the machines are so big and bulky that have to be like six four so bodybuilder like no. types but then you just be like really aware like don't don't ever go near but six four bodybuilder but if you look at the guys. development of this lance hendrickson was originally the terminator and he was used when James Cameron's trying to pitch this to the to Ryan executives, they use Lance Hendrickson and they put gold foil on his teeth or whatever and put him in a leather jacket, gave him scars. <laughs> he kicked the door down and, and you know, it scared the shit out of everybody. And I was like thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? That would have worked better. Maybe it would have, yeah. With the super because in uh, in the in the next Terminator they use the liquid metal guy who doesn't have to be as bulky. Um, Robert He's not bulky at all. He's just a normal. He's a normal yeah, case. Robert Patrick. But Robert Patrick. Yeah, he doesn't like. That's more menacing to me to have a normal looking guy. Um, I hate to I hate to jump movies, but the the reason that Lance Hendrickson works so well in Aliens as a robot is because we had the mistrust of him from Alien because there was a robot that an android that you know ended up killing him or costing people their lives. So when we see Lance Hendrickson as a robot in Aliens, we're like we're always suspicious of him. And, and we're never convinced that really until the end that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Lance Hedrickson would have made a stronger Terminator for me personally. He's just very menacing. He's got a menacing voice. And the fact that he's not big and bulky, I'm always more intimidated by the quieter, low-key. Those are the people that scare Villains. me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, but Len, let's think back to A, that this was basically done as a B-movie on the down low uh, with a low budget. Plus, it was early 80s, and so I don't know if movies were quite that sophisticated just yet. So th- all they could probably think was, let's get... But they get- were, though, because like I say, he was the original choice for Terminator. Yeah, I guess. He means the viewing audience, because... Either because the viewing audience or the studio was like, no, it has to be more obvious that he's the big, scary, yeah, menacing because guy. It, it wasn't until 88 where I think Die Hard came out where where action movies didn't have Stallone, who also is a muscle-bound guy. I think Orion originally pitched Schwarzenegger as Kyle Reese. Interesting. But it probably couldn't handle the speaking lines. Yeah. yeah. Sell I, it. Think, I think Schwarzenegger was supposed to be Kyle Reese, and that's what Orion wanted. And James Cameron met with Schwarzenegger, didn't want to use him, rightfully so, and as he talked to him throughout the meeting, he's like, this guy's the Terminator. Mm. Like it was, it was a big shift at that point. It wasn't like it was written in cast like that And did like that, that studio have Schwarzenegger under contract to make movies? Is that why they wanted no, I don't think Cameron so. to use him? He was an up and coming star because he'd just done Conan. Yeah, that's right. It's like, how can we make money off this guy? And it's funny that the Terminator robot um, that is shown to emulate um, the cop's voice and, and uh, Sarah's mom's voice chooses to speak with an Austrian accent 99% of the time. Yeah. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing that I think made this movie so popular and still works today uh, in the, in the when watching it recently is when she's in the cop shop and Schwarzenegger comes and drives his car into the cop shop and goes in and just kills all the police. Because that scene, I feel like back then, was so effective because that should have been a safe place. 
and the, the fear that someone could just walk in and kill everybody and come after you in this location was totally terrifying. Right. And, and I think what worked was the relentlessness. And when Kyle Reese says that, he's like, it doesn't feel pain or fear exactly. or remorse and it will not stop ever until you're dead. Like that hits you, his delivery and all that shit. He is so good, Michael Bean. In, yes, in this, Michael in this Bean aspect. is great in this. I think he's the best part of the movie. I would agree. Um, Linda Hamilton's not nearly as good in this as she is in the second. And, no. and I kind of... bad in this. Yeah, but you know, again, B movie, new actress. Um, I don't know, was she with James Cameron when not this yet. was being done? No, not this yet. is where they met. Um, so yeah, her acting is not the best and, and many of the other side actors are, are quite horrible, but Michael Bean just is the glue that holds this thing together the whole way. I yeah. believe him when he tells me that he came from the future and he's there to protect her. Yeah. That, that in a less capable actor would be silly and fall apart. That's yeah. true. He does not get the credit he deserves. I don't think. Yeah. And Some, neither does Lance Hendrickson. <laughs> yeah. So who is Lance the only went person. from being the Terminator to B-Cop uh, with, right. the, with the witty lines. I feel bad for him. And I feel bad for him because he's the only person that's been killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien. True. Think about that. Oh, shit. That's true. Sh that is true. Yeah. I do like Lance Hendrickson. Only human. Great voice. He's got a great voice. And I really honestly think he could have been the T-101. Interesting. Yeah, that would have de definitely been a big change. Now, so... The things that I found the most off-putting, hands down, were the car chase scenes. Oh, Where they man. speed up the film. I, like, if I was Cameron and had the ability to go back, I would take all... I, don't, I guess you can't. I would slow can all slow that down, shit back down. Film? No. Because this spec... Can you not go back and fix that somehow digitally? Because that looks so bad. It's You're, trash. I don't know. Even it was one when of Arnie's the on the bike. Tricks. James Cameron is so arrogant that he thinks everything he makes is perfect anyway. But I mean, that does look bad today. <laughs> I mean, it, it actually ruins the movie because like every time there's a car chase scene... And there's like, lots of them. Don't do that again. The truck, like the bigger the vehicle too, the worse it looks. Like I guess when Arnie's on the bike, it looks horrible. When the truck is chasing them, it never looks good. And the truck is driving so slow when it's chasing Sarah on foot, and it's like the whole like Jason yeah. thing where Jason's walking and always catching up the running people, and the truck is like getting her, and then it shows her running, and then it's all of a sudden fifteen feet further behind. And, <laughs> and, when, it, and when it blows up, Linda Hamilton's what? eight feet away from it yeah she ducks behind a wall it's still <laughs> i can't even think of a movie that uses a mainstream like hollywood movie that ever even used that and if they did use it they didn't use it they didn't run it that fast like those cars they were using were big massive boats Steel. like they must not have been it must have looked really fucking bad in the original cut for them to speed it up and be like this looks this maybe it looks worse. They I don't know, but it looked shot fucking. It, it looked right. so bad. Sped up. Collins absolutely right about that. It took me out of the movie constantly. And like I can live with other things like the uh, the lightning effects for the electricity and all that stuff. I get it. Right? You don't have. Yeah, tons. I was fine with that. I was really bothered by the sound editing in this. And again, if we Terrible were viewing this editing. as a B movie, I'd be like, it, it's it gets a pass. But like you couldn't remaster that shit. Like even stupid little things. And you guys know my propensity for guns. And all that kind of stuff in, in movies. movies. There's a scene where he's clearly pointing his SPAS-12 shotgun down and shooting into an office, and it makes the sound of a machine gun bursting. And then two seconds later, he turns and shoots his shotgun into another room, and it's the shotgun sound. And I'm just like, fuck. Fuck. The sound editing is really bad, and the music is also that the weird. music is embarrassing. Terrible music. Do -do -do. Yeah. No, that that music's okay. It's the well, the, oh, okay. Stuff, the the yeah. music, the writing is good, but the way <laughs> it was performed was terrible. On that what eighty dollar Casio keyboard they bought at fucking Wolco, 
That is what it sounds like. Why was it important to Sarah Connor's character that she had a lizard or an iguana? Yeah, that brought the nothing fuck? to the story what the at fuck? all. Except, yeah. It had like a little scare for her yeah, friend. Yeah, I think they must have said we need a scare and then backtrack to be like, she'll have a lizard that she kisses. Or she's quirky. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't get it. And I also, and I also uh, don't understand why uh, the cops, how they figured that all out so quickly that <laughs> Linda Hamilton was the next target and stuff. It seemed, it seemed like that. She would have been dead before anybody that made would have sense noticed. To me. I didn't have any problem with that. It, it's a little weak, but I, I can deal with that. It's but just like, are the, pol- the police, the police were really that on it? My biggest complaint with the movie was Bill Paxton's teeth. <laughs> Holy fuck, what happened there? I think that was makeup. They must have just used a black marker. He looks like, he looks like a slot machine. My turn! This <laughs> guy's a few cans short of a six pack. Yeah, good writing, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, okay. So here's something, a little bit of a logic stretch. Uh, So uh, the Terminator arrives first, if you're believing things that you're seeing in order. Uh, Kyle arrives second, steals a homeless guy's pants. Um, Oh, can we talk about that a little bit? We will. He never changes those pants. He never does. He has the opportunity. He has money. And he's like, I like this homeless shit stained pants. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But then... Kyle actually knows where Sarah is or find, knows which Sarah Connor in the phone book. So he's sitting outside her apartment when she gets on her... Uh, does she get on her um, moped? moped and yeah. leaves her? And so he's sitting in the parkade and he starts following her. And I'm like, okay, why didn't you like stop her there, kidnap her basically and drive her out of the city? Instead, he comes up with this whole bullshit where he has to wait for the Terminator to make a move on her so uh-huh. he can zero him. I'm like, no, you don't. You just leave and it will never find you and everything is good. For and he also race. said he didn't even know if he could kill it with their weapons anyway. So why did he care what it looked like? Just get the hell away from it. Yeah, he just knows what a Terminator away. is. And like at, at that moment where Terminator's drawing down on Sarah Connor in the in the rest, in the the club, uh, someone steps in front of Reese and he has to like move them aside. He's fumbling around with his shotgun. Like that could have all went very wrong. He would have been like, damn. But none of that detracts from the fact that in this particular movie, now we've done some other time-based movies, there's lots of them, uh, and we have a recent review of uh, Back to the Future um, where we talk about that movie going on different timelines. In this movie, there is only one timeline. We are not witnessing the first time that this happens. So the fact that Kyle is sent back in time to save Sarah means that as soon as he's sent back, he knows he's successful because he's from the future where... This is all happening. So, and John is born. So he like he would get back there and be like, whatever I do is the right thing to do because I know I'm going to win and the Terminator is going to fail. Yeah. So there's, there's okay. that whole it's little the, paradox. It's the whole loop in time. Yeah. Looper, right? Because this is not the first time. This, I, I'm it, sorry, you were describing that and all I could hear is power of love in my head the whole time. So <laughs> I was distracted by Huey Lewis. <laughs> But I, I also think it's, it's interesting that it, it, it doesn't make sense to me that, that he's the father. There's something bothers me about that. It's, that's silly. It, does, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that he's John Connor's dad. Well, we're overanalyzing time travel. Yeah. So you have to step back for a second. I agree with you. Generally, I hate time travel movies because the more you think about them, the dumber they get. Yeah. yeah, that's and this is a bad one for that. Back to the Future actually doesn't get dumber the more you think about it, but this one definitely. 
you Kyle it, Reese it as up. John Connor's father makes more sense to me than him wearing those shit stained pants for the entire movie. <laughs> I am more accepting of the time traveling aspect because he gets it on with, with Sarah Connor later and I'm like, can't she smell his pants? <laughs> Shouldn't he have a shower before they get down and get dirty? Like she even fuck, she even says disgusting. I need a shower and then he's like, well, I'm yeah. going right out. I also yeah. thought it Not was to interesting. Buy underwear, though. I had never re- remembered that he was a virgin, and this was his first sexual experience. Oh yeah, that's right. That was I never realized that before. She'd be like touching his shoulder from behind. So much pain. He's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he would have. It would have been more than shit in those pants. That wouldn't have. <laughs> that would not have. But there already was. That's that the wouldn't bad have. Well, it, the thing it, is, he got himself a coat. Like even if he couldn't find the pants in that <laughs> store, I'd rather wrap myself in like paper towel or something and, and masking tape than have to wear a homeless guy's pants. However, and with no underwear either. With I no know. underwear. The future he that he's from free. though, they show the future he's from in some of the flash forward scenes or flashbacks for him. That's yeah, really shit confusing. Wasn't good. Shit was real bad. So he's probably used to wearing like just Crap, pants homeless, with shit stained pants. I would have taken that opportunity to get some fresh. Yeah, live in luxury for a moment. He was in a, a mall. Or I would have wash up in a taped bath. a rubber glove to my junk. Like <laughs> that would have been better than. Also, that. I think it would have been great if they would have done like an American Pie esque scene where they have sex and before they have, you know what I mean, with the kid and where where he's with the supermodel or whatever, yeah, and then yeah. he like comes before anything happens. Yeah, that could have been really funny. Totally, it would have fit. We're for forgetting this movie. though that this was in the early '80s and this was like. The, the onset of fucking AIDS. Oh yeah, and Sarah Connor's like banging like futuristic. Yeah. Well, he's dude. from a yeah. future where they eat rats and scrounge for food. Like, who knows what diseases he's got? Yeah, so he's probably got the bubonic. And plague it does make and, sense why yeah. he didn't pull out though, because he doesn't know that he's got at he's least two sex. or three hepatitis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows what futuristic diseases that motherfucker had? I do. Uh, I really like how they handle Kyle's character though, where he's. <laughs> Doing whatever it takes to to fight the Terminator, and I I just really I don't know if I liked it, but I thought it was good story writing that he dies trying to take out the Terminator with yes. the dynamite. Absolutely. Um, oh no, that there's... was a great move to make him live and have them go happily ever after or whatever else would have been total horseshit. So that was a smart a smart move. I feel like I feel like uh, the special effects also with the Terminator looks so bad now. The stuff with him in yeah. the mirror and the eye. Yeah, that stuff looks so much worse and today. It, it wasn't necessary. Like when he cuts open his arm and you see the metal interior, that actually looks great. Fine. And yeah. then then it goes to the stupid fucking head models. Why? I don't know why they decided to do that. You didn't need to do any of it. You um, could have kept that shot out of the movie and just had him cutting his eye, and you would have gotten it. And so let's just that. send a, a quick Jeez. letter to Hollywood here. Don't fuck with the old Star Wars movies, but have at it as far as Terminator goes. Just do whatever the fuck Redo. you want to Reshoot. make that shit better. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm greenlighting that. I'm yeah. giving you official permission to fuck and destroy and remake Terminator Do 1. the music over again? Yes. Oh, my God. Hey, when is the last time you watched the news in a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up. I want to hear this story. <laughs> Oh, that's how she found out? Yeah, the yeah, news was pizza. on in a, in a fucking restaurant. Yeah, That's right. And then she goes to try and make a call on the phone that's out of order, and there's the dude standing in the background just like staring her down really creepily. Yeah. In Tech Noir? Oh, my God. The no, club. it wasn't in Tech Noir. It was where she was oh, having pizza. Oh, right. But yeah, but then she went into Tech Noir and made that call in the middle of a noisy club. Yeah, and I also oh. like how they just uh, write off that, that guy shot Terminator with the shotgun all those times. Yeah, 
He's got body armor and he was on PCP. Do they even question? Oh yeah, they do question. Mm. Actually, that's a great scene too because that has Hendrickson and Bean in it where they question him about what's happening. Yeah, and that whole where uh, Soberman is there and he does the analysis and they show the tape and they're talking about him and how perfect his delusion is because it, it doesn't need any proof. I like all that stuff. Like that all was, the stuff in the cop station is really good for its like setup and and showing that probably you know, the best Sarah stuff in the movie. Herself. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's the best writing. And I like to shit on James Cameron for his so-called writing ability. But I wonder when I when you see strong stuff like that, how much of that was James Cameron and how much was the uh, the writing? Part the William of it? guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Um, his dialogue's always awful. But you so. know what? James Cameron didn't even give a co-writing credit to the guy who wrote a lot of the stuff. He was given additional dialogue, that guy. And the producer <laughs> was given a writing credit. And James Cameron later said she didn't write a single word. So when you hear stuff like that, you always wonder how much certain credit whores actually have influence over the actual what hits the page. True. Just, just saying. Well, it's interesting, too, that it was additional dialogue because we were just commenting on the dialogue being good. Yeah, but I mean, I think if you, if you, the production, uh, James was going back and forth with the guy over the phone, and yet he doesn't get a screenwriting credit. He, I think he gets an additional dialogue credit. And I've never even heard of that credit. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, the special effects really hold this movie back, and I usually say that that doesn't matter, but like it does really matter. Like all the robot walking stuff at the end is yeah, the awful. stop motion, just terrible. Like and that it's whole mat in the background. It's not scary when you know it's just some like pile of sticks coming after them. You know what I mean? Like that. None of that stuff works at the end where he's clawing towards them. No. Yeah, I mean, he's like, and he's also like his leg is busted. So he's like doing the, the step, drag the foot and he's going so slow. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like Frankenstein. Just fucking, just and his feet faster. are designed, his feet are designed to not walk properly. So that makes no sense with the little ball on the he back. Gets, he goes upstairs. No problem. One of the worst designs I've ever seen for a, a robot that can walk like a man on two feet. It's terrible. <laughs> Even like in the, I don't know if in the sequels it looks that bad. They fix that? I don't think they show his feet. No. Well, no. Because why the fuck would you? What about when they have that rows and rows and rows of skulls, like it's a skull factory? Oh, uh, that's in the first one. Driving over that. That's is the it? First one, yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, where's the rest it. of the bones? There's a lot of bones in the human body, but apparently all that's left is skulls. Yeah, tons of skulls. <laughs> that's true. I do like how he cuts that with the bulldozer driving over the ground when Reese is like having his nightmare. It's and the little sweet. spaceship that looks like a Hot Wheel on a string. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's terrible. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to redo this whole movie, James, you have See, my blessing. It's fucking terrible. I can't <laughs> think of it as a, as a blockbuster because it's so B and that I don't want to be as tough on it because the idea, if you think too much about it, is crazy. But as a standalone movie, it's kind of cool. Um, it's, I, honestly, it's, it's interesting and it's unique. It's not like Matrix good, but uh, there's, there's something there to do. It's just if you look at it compared to what it spawned in terms of like Terminator 2 or other like... If it wasn't for Terminator movies. 2, we wouldn't be talking about Terminator 1. I promise you. We would have forgotten about that movie because it's so fucking terrible. Yeah, maybe. That I might, promise you. It, it, it would have been forgotten a long, long, it long have been, ago. We'd yeah. be looking at it. If it came up in conversation, we'd be laughing about it. Like Highlander. How stupid it is. <laughs> yeah. Basically. That, yeah. Like I was trying to think of another example. Like it... Because didn't he... Cameron work on a B movie like Killer Bees or... Yeah, he worked for... Uh, Roger Corman, I think. Yeah, on like That's a killer bees or some kind of a movie like that. 
And so I feel like this was that like the fact that it has a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes, you have to treat it like a blockbuster. I agree with you; it's a B movie and it's shitty quality and all You're that right. stuff. But the yeah. fact that people treat it like a blockbuster means that we have to as well. And yeah. it's fucking awful. The fact that this movie opened door opened the door for Terminator Two doesn't make it a good movie. I, I, it makes it an interesting idea that they they took and then they did maybe what the first movie should have been with Terminator 2 but as a standalone when I was watching it I had high hopes because as a kid I was like cool robots and yeah. time travel and all that and then as an adult I'm just too pragmatic and and too much of a realist and I'm like um, Michael Bean fucking completely solid in this movie Linda Hamilton passable but on the unpassable side of average and then you know Arnie is just he's a giant robot that won't stop and that's menacing and he's a giant fucking tank of a man it's insane how big this guy is uh but like i feel like there's this so is, much of everything else everything yeah, else i feel is, like is this bad. movie's made for 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 what we're doing because it it just time has been so unkind to yes. this movie so unkind i would argue it wasn't that great when it came out i, I and that's Maybe, fair but like yeah. with the filmmaking technology we have today it's just shocking that this launched a franchise. It's so fucking bad. And I'm not even talking about, again, I hate to repeat myself. I'm not just talking about the special effects. The, the, the way it shot everything is, is, the premise is ridiculous. It's really bad. <laughs> it is kind of bad. Yeah. It's really bad. I mean, but nothing was, I think John's comment's fair. Nothing was like this at the time. Yeah, this was very unique, original sci-fi type thing to to do. I like. I don't even know what kind of a release it got because I was too young. I would have only been. This is what eighty four. It was pretty big. I think it might and have been I, the mo biggest movie that year, or one of the biggest movies. This that was wow. the movie that also introduced me to Schwarzenegger. I didn't see Conan probably yeah. before. I might have. Like I saw Conan a lot when I was a kid, but I think I saw this first and then saw right. Conan. Was well, Conan first? I think so. I think yeah. Conan was first, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are right. He was massive in that too. Oh, fucking crazy. I bet you Conan doesn't hold up. I guarantee it. I guarantee it doesn't too. Yeah, I wouldn't we'll even like see. watch we'll it. See. I don't know if I'd even watch Conan. What's interesting is that Arnold argued that uh, that robots shouldn't speak in contractions and he wanted to say, I will be back. Because <laughs> uh, he couldn't say, I'll be back. Yeah, to, that's probably true. He had to work on that and work on that and work on he that. He couldn't to get say, right. I'll be back? No. Because... His horrible English. So I mean, he, his English got I so much be better. Back. People forget how horrible his English was when he started. And it got better uh, by the time Terminator 2 rolled around. He was much more fluent. Did they let him speak in Conan or did they voice over? No, he spoke. Did he? Okay. Very little. Well, no, his first movie was... Uh, Hercules. Hercules Goes Bananas. And that was all dubbed over. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. He didn't speak. Which I think he hated. Yeah. So he really worked hard on his on his yeah. language, and you know he's always had an accent. I've, I've never found him uh, quite that bad. But Terminator is definitely early it, days, and I feel like, like it so for his him. accent fine. But as a as a robot, that that kind of is weird. Just a weird thing considering he could sound like anything, <laughs> and he sounds like an Austrian <laughs> who can't speak English yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, his impression is his his. That, like, because that would be his go-to when he was attacking the people back in the future. Yeah. A go-to is doesn't speak very good English. Fuck you, humans. I exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terminator. Okay. And, yeah, so I say no. Let's I'm, call it. I'm a big thumbs down on this. I feel like the time has... Maybe Paul's right, but like, no, it's not. 
Yeah, it didn't even bring back those fond childhood memories that None. I hoped it would None. because so much it took shit me on out my of it. memories. I was questioning everything. I was shitting on everything, and I was just like, "Holy fuck!" It, it trampled my memories like it a, actually, a wild yeah, horse out of I control. Might, <laughs> I might not watch this movie again for five to ten more years, and when I do, it'll probably be to point out how bad it is. I'll never watch this movie again. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch it. So it does not hold up. Wait, I haven't wait. I haven't weighed in yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> Saw that coming. Hard no. I didn't have to travel back in the future. No, hold up, no, hold up, no, hold up. Right on. All right, well, you heard it here. Uh, this is maybe going to be an unpopular opinion or maybe really popular, controversial. I don't know, but do not travel back in time to watch this movie again because it doesn't hold up. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. You got a dead cat in there, buddy? Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. We're also on YouTube and our channel is Hold Up, which is two words.